Welcome to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco, your personal financial quarterback. Whether you've had years of success in your business or are just starting out, DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office can help you create a vision for your business, life, and family and guide you toward the fulfillment of that goal. As they say, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your virtual family office. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco. Matt, how are you? I am just ducky. <laughs> ducky? That's a new one. <laughs> yeah, I've got to come up with a new one for you every time. So. Yeah, it, well, it sounds good. I, I love ducks and they seem very, you know, happy. So I guess that's it's a exactly. good thing, right? That is a very good thing. You know, we're in the holiday <laughs> holiday season and uh, New Year is probably by the time people are uh, listening to this is upon us. So uh, uh, looking forward to uh, getting out of 2020 and into 2021. Yeah, I, I was telling my daughter the other day, I said, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, And if that's the case, I don't want it because <laughs> exactly. I don't care what it is. That number is just not not a good thing. So uh, right. you, you and I could talk about this all day, but you have a special guest on the show and that is Emily Mailer. So why yes. did you bring Emily on the show today? Well, you know, as I, as I said, you know, as people are, as the audience is listening to this, we're entering the new year. And as I talked about in a previous podcast on, on my business planning uh, process that I do with my clients, the new year is a time when people are kind of are, are evaluating their lives and they're looking to make changes. And in one area that they really look to make some of these changes is in their health. Emily Mailer, she's the founder of an organization called Wellness for Generations, and they active, they're actively committed to promoting alternative and holistic health practitioners, experts, and specialists. Nice. So basically, our goal is to have an avenue for these wellness professionals to collaborate and support each other to make a difference in how we take care of our health. I wanted to bring Emily on to talk about some of the things that she's doing and how she may be able to provide resources out there, not only for the health practitioners, but also for people that might be looking to make changes in their health in this coming year. And she's also, she's a wife and mother of two, and she lives uh, here in Southwest Pennsylvania with me. So Emily, I uh, want to welcome you to the program. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here today. It's not a problem. Actually, Emily and I kind of met in a unique way. It was through, well, I guess it's not that unique anymore. It was through LinkedIn. I saw her on there, saw some of the things that she was doing and, and felt that, again, with this idea of the virtual family office, I'm always looking for professionals that can provide resources in addition to just financial, to the financial aspect of their lives, bring those resources to people. And I thought Emily had a, a great program that was that would be available to uh, help to connect people with the health practitioners that they might need. So Emily, I wanted to ask you briefly, just why don't you tell the audience about your history and how you came to start Wellness for Generations. My health and wellness journey began probably around college time, about 10 years ago. I was slowly introduced to different things like healthy eating and that kind of stuff. And then when I came home, a friend of mine had got into essential oils. And I was using some stuff that, you know, I was just getting at the store, not really interested in her stuff because I had my own thing and her stuff was expensive. I decided to go to one of their classes, learned about the benefits of oils and all about the quality. And that really started the cascade of events leading to like the whole idea of holistic wellness and everything is interconnected from what we're putting on our body to how we think to our finances to what we're eating and all of that kind of stuff, what we're putting into our body 
on all levels, mind, body, spirit. I was looking for different resources for my own family and just kind of was getting stuck on some things because I am the type of person that if I'm hiring someone as a practitioner, I want to know what I'm getting. I want to interview them before I say, hey, I'm going to schedule with you. I came up with this idea for this directory, Wellness for Generations, as just kind of that hub to be able to find holistic um, health and wellness resources that have been vetted. You can find information in the directory about them. That started actually about a year ago. I took an entire weekend away from my family and just kind of like brainstormed everything. And by April, everything was launched um, on the, actually it was two years ago. What am I saying? (laughs) It was two years ago. Um, And everything was launched by April the following year. The website was up and everything. So that's kind of how I got here. Oh, that's, and you know, it's interesting. You mentioned about this, uh, how things are interconnected. And I think uh, Mm -hmm. it's interesting how your model is very much like mine because I find on the financial end that it, the doing financial planning is like putting pieces of a puzzle together. So you're kind of taking all these aspects and then creating a, and creating a roadmap for the client. But then it comes down to the execution of it. And usually when I find that clients aren't executing the plan as I I'm recommending there's usually some other issues, whether it's uh, their mental health, their physical health, maybe it's just mindsets, uh, bad programming they have in their own minds that are that keep them from accomplishing the goals that they want. That's why I want to be able to provide additional resources to my clients because it is everything's interconnected and we can't just like focus on the financial aspect. We have to look at people's mm-hmm. physical health, uh, mental health. It's actually one of the questions I ask all my clients in a review meeting. One of the first questions is any changes in your health, in, the, in your financial mm-hmm. situation, any of these things, because I want to get a framework of where they are mentally, physically, and emotionally before I move forward. Emily, could you tell us a little bit about the different types of wellness professionals that are part of your network? So far, we have some a lot of health coaches or mindset coaches, lots of different types of coaches. And they all specialize in different things. Some work with people with autoimmune issues. Some work with people in their mindset and kind of creating that life that they want for themselves. We've recently gotten a chiropractor and another one is in the onboarding process. Some Reiki professionals, uh, financial coaches. That was one thing that was funny when we connected. I was like, oh, well, I'll just have him in my list for professionals. So not only do I provide this resource for people to find professionals, but I also like to find resources for the professionals in, in their business. When we talked, I was like, I actually think we can kind of work together because it's not just going to be a resource for professionals, but plenty of people own businesses that aren't in, in health and wellness that need your services. And I liked that you allow that connectedness in your business people that do finances, uh, functional medicine doctors, massage therapists, yoga, reflexology, basically anything that's going to help you and support you on your health and wellness journey is is who we list. That's And, and I think that's important. And with the other thing you mentioned about how you vet these people, I do the same thing mm-hmm. as I'm putting, as I put together my team, I want to go out and vet these people so that I have faith that they're going to provide to my clients the information and the advice that they truly need. The question I have for you is when you're looking at this vetting process that you do, what are some of the criteria that you want to see um, these professionals that they follow or the, Mm -hmm. or the skills that they have? 
So the two biggest requirements that I'm looking for on the call, and I don't ask these questions directly. I have an entire layout of how I ask the questions, and I don't ask these questions directly, but this is what I'm looking for in their answers. Is number one, that they don't believe there's a one-size-fits-all solution because everyone is individual, everyone has a different right. past, everyone has a different personality, everyone's health history is different, all of the things. And then the other thing is that um, they're willing to collaborate with other professionals. They're not going to be in this competition of mindset that they need to be on the directory so they can get more clients. That's obviously a big part of being on the directory, but it's not like they're going to you know, fight for them. They're willing to collaborate and work with other professionals. If there's actual doctors that their clients have, like one of the health coaches that focuses on autoimmune, she works with people's doctors and their blood work and like all of that kind of stuff and recommends what they, you know, should be talking to their doctors about and stuff. And that is so big to me because you don't just want like, oh, I hired a health coach. I'm getting healthy. You want that health coach to know what's going on, be willing to, you know, collaborate with other professionals that are already in your sphere and hopefully send you to other people that might be beneficial. That And, and I think that's really important. Again, I guess the question I would have is that as you have this network, how do you get mm -hmm. how do you get all these professionals to be able to start coordinating with each other? This is something newer that I'm starting actually focusing on. So we have a VIP Facebook group for people that are listed on the directory. They can communicate with each other. I do daily posts for like different things. Monday's motivation. Thursday's our collaboration day. So I'll post about is there any way you want to collaborate with someone? Things like that. I'll connect them directly if I know someone's looking for someone or I think that they would be a great fit. On occasion, we'll do like networking events and stuff like that on Zoom because everyone has different location. <laughs> wow. And we're also sequestered now. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so that's one of the things that we can do. And then the other piece of the collaboration is something new that I'm actually working on for 2021, which is going to be called A Path to Wellness. And it's going to be held in the Wellness for Generations community Facebook group. And that is available for anyone to join, whether you're a professional, looking for resources, kind of curious about health and wellness. And what we're going to do this year, well, this coming year, is take a different topic each month of what you should be focusing on in your wellness. And it might not be what you need that month, but you'll have those resources. For example, in January, we're going to kind of introduce the whole idea of living a holistic lifestyle, that everything is connected. And then we're going to start focusing on self-awareness because I feel like self-awareness is so key to being able to make lasting changes. Because if you don't know who you are, if you don't know what's going to help you make those changes and be sustainable and stay in that position of growth, you're going to continually do that, like try and fail, try and fail, try and fail, try and fail, maybe land on something that works. So if we can kind of understand ourselves from a personality perspective, from understanding traumas we may have had as kids, traumas that we're having as adults, where we're at in our life right now, we can kind of move forward. And then February, I know for sure we're going to be doing um, on self-love. February is the month of love. And we're going to talk about self-love and how we can fill our own cups, give ourselves self-care. And we're pulling that from that self-awareness piece. And then the rest of the months, we'll be talking about food, movement, energy, finances, all the different health and wellness topics that kind of interconnect. And this will be like a really good overview year for people to start taking control of their health, see all of the different resources. So what I'll be doing is 
each topic month, I'll be finding different people in that niche and having them either interview on my uh, Facebook group or do their own video training or post blog articles or content content that they create. Just really see where that goes. And so I'm really excited about that piece of it because I think it'll help the, the professionals to collaborate and just know what else is out there. That's exactly right. And there, I think there was two things that really kind of resonated with me. The first one was what you talked about with mindset. And mm -hmm. I know, you know, as I was kind of, when I was looking to change my practice and I met my coach and that was the one thing that he talked about a lot was this idea of our mindset and the head trash that we carry with us and how we change that. Like I'm going to next week, I'm going to actually be going into my, um, uh, my business planning process for 2021 and we're going to spend a whole day just on mindset and it's something that i've now incorporated into my business planning process with my clients i find so many times and this is just just an example i, I had a client i was just talking to last week and one of the challenges i have with him is that he he's easily distracted he's always I, I, I call him the squirrel gathering nuts. He's always trying to, <laughs> where's the next nut? Where's right. the next nut? Yeah. And as we were talking, I started to identify some issues that he had regarding um, just insecurity issues. He was, a, he was afraid to let an opportunity get by because he felt he was going to lose security from it. That's the thing we're going to be working on over the next couple months is how do we overcome this mindset of scarcity that's out there? Mm. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people, uh, uh, a lot of people fall for that. The second thing that uh, really resonated with me was this idea of of taking care of yourself, and that's something again. My coach always harps; uh, he harps on me about it all the time because I'm horrible <laughs> at it. But taking time periodically, we call it renewal time, and it's time where you sometimes got to just get away from your business and take care of yourself. And I always when I when I tell my clients this sometimes they look at me kind of crazy because they're grinders they're just used to working mm -hmm. and working and working and i always say look you know what what do they tell you on the airplane when uh, the, you know they're doing the little demonstra safety demonstration when the mask comes down put yours on first before you put it on for somebody else because if we don't take care of ourselves how are we going to best take care of the people that we care about exactly and that's <clears throat> exactly what everything is going to be on for february so um, that's you're so on point with that. <laughs> that's that. That's so awesome. And I think yeah. it's something uh, everybody needs to learn. Emily, so what are some of the biggest challenges that you see people are facing and trying to implement a healthy lifestyle? I think the one is not always knowing what works for them. And that's kind of why I'm creating this, this new project is we have all these ideas. I know. I, I know how to eat healthy. I know what foods fill me up, what nourishes my body, all of these things, but I don't always know how to make that lasting change. I did amazing for an entire year doing very, very low sugar, very low carbs, specifically grains, and I felt amazing. I was eating really nutritious foods. I was cooking home-cooked meals, like sourcing my ingredients really well, and then life kind of happened and I've gotten out of that habit for years. And this is this journey and path to wellness isn't just for my my followers, it's for myself too. Because I'm as I'm working on it, I'm already seeing some of those shifts in my own mindset and understanding, okay, like I I operate in this way. In order for me to do this, I need XYZ. So one of the things in creating this path to wellness, I've had this idea for 
three years probably, possibly longer, but I didn't know how to execute it. Right. And of course, this year has been a very good year for growth and progress and really clarity. A lot of clarity has come to me this year in how I run my business. But now I'm seeing like, okay, even in my business, I need those people that are supporting and keeping me accountable. So part of this whole path to wellness was I shared the idea with a friend and she's helping me and supporting me. So I have like all of these ideas, but until I kind of get that person to connect with and like hold me accountable and kind of work with together, I'm learning like I'm not going to be able to execute without that support. So that's just like even an, an evidence of, of some of that. And the other thing is not always having access to stuff locally. That's that's sometimes another issue or family not supporting your decisions. Right. It's, you know, the accountability thing I think is huge. And mm-hmm. I know I, I, even just from a financial aspect, and that's a lot of what I, what I do even with my clients. You know, my process is that I want to be touching base with them once a month or once every other month. And again, I'm keeping very detailed notes. So I'm holding them accountable. I'm saying, okay, we talked mm-hmm. about this the last time. Where do we stand? And mm-hmm. if they haven't done what what the action steps that I've, I've had them to do, now the conversation is, okay, so why? And so I think it's it's helpful to be accountable. And I know even in, in from a health standpoint, I, I'm kind of like you. Like I can be really mm-hmm. good for a long period of time and then something happens and we kind of go off the rails. The times I've been the most successful is when I can get my wife to buy into the program too, and then we can hold each right. other accountable to it. it. It gets hard to do, you know, hard yeah. to, you know, just kind of continually stay the course. And I think that's something mm-hmm. if, if you have an avenue that can help people to feel accountable, will really benefit them in the long run. The sourcing is yes. the other thing that I found was really um hard especially in our area i had a, um, a yes. friend of mine she was a she was a nutrition coach and she was all about you know buy you know grass-fed beef and and farm-raised chickens and you know organic foods and she lives in colorado well she's got a lot of mm-hmm. access to to the, those type of products it's a lot harder here in, it's in, actually in not oh it's really okay <laughs> it's well, not maybe you can, maybe and you, you can living in johnstown I will. I'll I'll give you a resource right now. There's two. There's one in Winber, Grandma's Produce. Uh, that's who my husband wants to buy from. We're planning on getting a half a beef from in the spring. And then um, McCormick Farm out in Portage. That's who we just got. They had like a little bit for sale a couple months ago. And so we grabbed theirs since we couldn't get from Grandma's Produce yet. Um, so there are those resources. But sometimes we just we need those connections, which is kind of what I'm creating to to be able to find those resources. I love that you mentioned that because I love being able to be like, oh, no, like there is a solution locally. Like there's even this person is not listed on my director yet. Maybe he'll hear this and contact me, but or I need to contact him. But there's actually a functional neuro, a, 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 fun, a chiropractor in Johnstown that does like functional neurology. Hmm. And I never would have known that had I not had a friend that found him through another friend kind of thing. Being able to piece those resources and kind of getting to know those resources really allows you to figure out what's going to work for you. I'm glad you brought that up. Now you, well, now you <laughs> don't have an excuse for not having grass-fed beef. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. We find different places to order it, but it gets, it gets right. much more expensive. And when you can yes. get it locally sourced, you're not only supporting mm-hmm. the local, uh, local farmer or business owner, but you're also usually able to get it at a much more reasonable price. Yes, their prices are amazing. I'm going to shift gears just a little bit here, Emily. You're a mother of two, correct? 
Yes. And a wife. You're putting together this network. And so what are some of the major challenges you face, especially in, in building a successful business and trying to be a wife and mother? Oh, lots of challenges. I also have a part-time job. I went part-time last year in June because I was like finally getting my business figured out. And then I got pregnant in July. And I was like, crap, this was, I mean, it was planned, but like not like it was one of those kind of like in the moment things. I was like, you know what? Yeah, sure. We could have another kid. And then I got pregnant and I was like, what was I thinking? Like I have so much going on. And so that's not only has COVID been insane this year, but I've also had a baby this year in April. That's been an adjustment of hormones and feelings and just overwhelm. And I also have a part-time job. So I work from 6 to 10 every morning from home, thankfully. I kind of have slowly adjusted. So in the summer, I was kind of like, okay, I either need to do this or I need to stop because I'm not moving forward. And I can't continue with all of the overwhelm of feeling like I have all of the stuff to do in my business and all of the stuff for the house and the kids and all of the stuff. Because I also homeschool. Um, oh. And that's a choice, not a COVID thing. <laughs> right. A lot, of, a lot of balls were starting to drop. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. One of the challenges is that overwhelm and the feeling like everything's kind of falling and there's too many things that need your attention now. And I don't know what shifted last week, but I think it's because I've been setting myself up for the shift. But about two months ago, I finally hired a babysitter. I didn't necessarily have the extra cash. If I'm going to do this, this is what I need. I have a sort of part-time job. I help one of my friends at her chiropractic office one day a week. That's the money. Like everything I make that week goes towards my babysitter the next week. That has been a big shift for me because I don't feel like I have to do everything right now. Like I'm like, okay, business stuff can happen in these hours on these days. If I can get extra done in an evening when my kid and my husband can watch the kids, great. But I'm not like expecting that anymore. So really like learning how to be present in the moment, enjoying the time with my kids, which is something that a month or two ago I was not doing, has been a huge key. And the shift like really happened last week, like where I feel like really at peace and I'm not sure what shifted, but I'm not complaining and I am working on making it sustainable. Well, exactly. Exactly. I, well, I think what happened is you, the, and the key thing is you learned that, and, and, and I think it's a, mis a mistake that most business people make is that they wait too long to go uh, to get the help that they need because, mm -hmm. and they look at it from a money standpoint, but what they forget mm -hmm. is that in some ways it's an investment because by having that babysitter, it does allow you now to have more flexibility to build your business. And the other thing is too, and I know that you do this, it's kind of that idea, you talked about being present. And I think it's, mm -hmm. we need to be blocking time out on our calendars, you know, for what the different tasks that we're going to be doing and being very disciplined in following that calendar. I was talking to my wife because she struggles with that. And we, she was talking about a, a, a podcast she had listened to. And the guy was talking about how he manages, he's got a pastorate, he's got a consulting business and he's got his family. So, you know, he's got all these balls that are in the air mm -hmm. and he was talking about how he blocks out his schedule. And I said, well, come here. And I showed her on my computer and I said, see, this is how I, I, I do the exact same thing. So I, I mean, right. I'm looking down at my calendar right now and I'm saying, okay, I've got from, you know, this this time to this time we're doing the podcast then i'm going to work on some additional content then i'm going to the gym mm -hmm. then i'm going to grab some lunch then i've got some ce that i got to do so my whole schedule through the whole day is blocked out and i think by having discipline in that 
and being then de- determining that we're going to be present for that specific task at that moment. Mm-hmm. That's how we kind of are able to manage these many things that we have on our plates. Exactly. I know I used to look at one of my friends who was in like, she has three businesses, thriving businesses and two kids. She actually just got a divorce this year and like all of this stuff. And I'm like, how, how do you do all of this stuff? And like, and you know, like she would be that one to say, like, you got to schedule the time. That's the, that's the key. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I think that's, that's so important. We're running close on time here. Eric, do you have anything that you wanted to ask Emily? Yeah, I've got absolutely. It's not so much a question, but I, I'm so happy, Emily, that you called Matt on the carpet about that. You know, <laughs> locally sourced food and <laughs> organic stuff. Yes. But here, here's the thing: is is I am in Nebraska. Matt and I work virtually, obviously, together very well. Love the man; he's fantastic. Brings me all sorts of ideas, and I love the fact that when he brings guests on, it sparks a lot of imagination. One thing that I mm. know locally here, and and maybe you can speak to it if you've seen it, is a lot of the local ranchers are kind of getting together because in this time, you know, depending on how they're selling their beef and how they're selling whatever they've got, a lot of them are are using a uh, teaming up together, using a local uh, processor to process Mm. heads of cattle at certain times just to sell it privately. In other words, instead of selling all their beef for a low amount of money and, and just making the payments that they need to make, they're actually selling sides of beef and, and teaming up together with these other farmers to be able to do that economically for local people to buy. Have you seen that at all with just small ranchers, small farms doing that? Not really in particular. I'm not as, those are the two that I know of locally. I'm not, and I know that they work together. They like mm-hmm. support each other and learning how to farm properly and, and rotate fields and stuff like that. But I'm not so sure as much on the processing, but there are a lot of like farmers markets in the area that seem to be pretty supportive of each other. Um, and the farmers, like they're always, you know, whenever I found out that grandma's produce didn't have, like, you know, they were able to refer me to someone else, but I'm not quite sure about that. Yeah. Well, I, I love it because of the fact that it is us supporting small businesses and a lot of people just don't yes. think of ranchers or farmers as small businesses, but that's exactly right. what they are. And if they have to sell their entire inventory to a large company, that large company's bidding as low as possible to get the, the, the meat or whatever. So if right. we can go in there and still get a good deal, which we actually have a friend of ours that I think they call it uh, from our yard to yours. Like they have their cattle in their front yard and backyard, but it's from their yard to our table because of the fact that they will butcher maybe two or three cows at one time and just let people buy that because it, it brings more money into them. So, and it's obviously we know exactly where it comes from. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of them do. I know in Pittsburgh, there's a place called the family cow that does bulk stuff that then nice. like they sell and drop off at um local places and stuff like that yeah I, I, a lot of the these ones that i've mentioned they don't i don't believe they sell to big industries i believe they're just straight to local local Got people it. yeah we we have smaller smaller farms here uh, yeah. than probably what <laughs> you have out there in 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 nebraska there's also we have a lot of Amish, especially down uh, Emily's way in in Somerset mm-hmm. County, and uh, they you know they use a lot of uh, uh, more uh, natural processing. You know they're they're using cow manure for uh, fertilizer, those type of things. We do have resources that are available. I think to Emily's point, a lot of people don't know where to get a lot of these things. 
Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that, Emily, that you are putting together those resources for people. And I think February, you said, is going to be all about self-love, which, again, yes. I 100% agree with. I know Matt echoed that 100% with the work that he does with his clients. As a coach and consultant myself, it, it is so important, and that is a message that I push to each one of my clients. It, it, there's nothing more important. And if you don't take that time, I, we've all seen it. People just fade off and die quickly because mm-hmm. of stress that they put on themselves. They don't take that time. And and if you miss time with your family, that then nothing you've done is worth it, right? I mean, if you can't exactly. spend time with the people that you love and, and love to be around. So I love your message. Matt, thank you so much for bringing her on the show. Do you have any closing thoughts mm-hmm. today, Matt? Well, the first thing I want to ask is, Emily, if we have wellness professionals that are listening to this program and are interested in finding out more about joining the network, how do they get in contact with you? They can find me on Facebook, Wellness for Generations, LLC is the handle, or on Instagram, Wellness for Generations, or directly on the website, wellnessforgenerations.com. There is an apply for listing page, and you can schedule a call to start the vetting process, and the pricing and everything is on there as well. That's awesome. And of course, you can always uh, uh, check with me, go to my website, dfranvfo.com and just contact us. And we can also put you in touch with Emily there too. So, well, Emily, listen, I really enjoyed this conversation with you. I'm hoping, you know, once we kind of get through this whole COVID situation that maybe we can have some personal events. Uh, virtual yeah. is great, but there's nothing like uh, true FaceTime. We've all been yes. created uh, for community. I'm hoping we can do that at some point, but I really wanted to just thank you for being on the show and uh, kind of getting your message out there. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I You're really welcome. enjoyed it. You're welcome. Guys, this has been fantastic. Uh, Emily, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Matt, I have a challenge for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, all right. You even you said that this is going to be heard probably after the first of the year. I would love just with your experience and all the different professionals that you have worked with and work with currently in your network as a virtual family office. Can you put together a checklist, just a list of, I don't know, maybe 10, 15, 20 things. I have no idea what, what's in that brain of yours, but of the things that people should be thinking about in this new year, just maybe some, Hey, have you thought about what you're doing for yourself spiritually? Have you thought about what you're doing for yourself financially? Have you checked these little things? Maybe just a checklist, non, in, you know, it's, it's not going to be super invasive, but just something that people can go to your website, download a copy of just to kind of check off for themselves. And if they have questions, they'll know that they can reach out to you. They can reach out to Emily or any of the team members that you've introduced in this podcast series. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. And I think the starting points you can find in my on my white paper that's on the website, especially for business owners, the uh, top five moves that every that's business right. owner should make. That's a starting point. But I think we can take it, uh, taking another step fur- th- further is a great idea because, again, just like Emily was saying, mindset and taking care of ourselves and our spirituality are really core to creating this kind of holistic, healthy life mm-hmm. that we truly want. So yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. And, and like Emily said, and you echoed it, a lot of times we just get so busy, we just don't think about these things. So I think that's that if right. we can have a list that we can look at and say, oh, geez, you know, I haven't really even thought about this. 2020 was just crazy. And I didn't think about it all year. So 2021 is my year. I need to think about this or I need to get this in order. So thank you so exactly. much for that. I know that'll be a valuable resource. No problem. No problem. Always, always looking to provide value. 
Absolutely. And of course, the last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Matt comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Your Business, Your Life podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment, legal, or tax advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or another qualified professional with any questions you may have regarding your business or personal planning. DeFrancesco Financial Concierge, LLC, doing business as DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office, is a registered investment advisor. Registration with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. 